save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now. Brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net. And on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. Dot com. All right. And, uh, all right. Back up a second. So, beep, fresh meat. Beep. Fresh meat. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Okay. If you go to Zoom, you should have a thing that says Manage Participants. Okay. Click on that and then find me and you can click Allow Recording. Okay. Let me see. That's where it is. It's on the host. Manage Participants. Yes, I found that. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Richard, unmute more. Allow to (laughs) record. Allow to record. Okay. It should be. uh, It should work now. We're all set. Now we can do a test, but go ahead. Continue with the show, Ron. Thank you. <laughs> and if you want to go to Patreon and uh, support the show, patreon.com slash Mighty House. We uh, give away the uh, Klein tools, and we got wire strippers we're giving away this uh, for this past month. And the for the month of December, we've got a uh, 24-inch level, so you can go there sign up for that, and we'll get you all squared away. So how are your pancakes coming there, Robbie? You all good? You go do- Somebody asked for the recipe. Oh, there you go. The, so I'm putting the recipe on, and then they said, "Wow, your toucan chili was really good too." That was like years ago. We talked about the chili. Yeah, that. Oh, but you know what? That's on our blog page too. Yes, it is. Oh. So you can go to our blog post and uh, and scroll back through there, and we've got different stuff. We've uh, we've got a ghost writer now too, but he's not much of a ghost. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> But we get, we've got a guy that's uh, helping us out with the blog page and writing stuff here and there. So we're getting those kind of stuff going on the blog page again. Uh, and when do those get posted? Whenever I feel like it. Yeah. You know, and when you would send me your tips of the week, I would post those. So yeah, I stopped doing that for some reason. Yeah, I you know if they were because ri- you don't you're not writing them out in in like. You, you use no, like but I should. Books. I really need to do that, and then I need to get published because I really have enough of them now to write a damn big book. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Um, oh, you know what? You can uh, Mike Novak's better half. Maybe you send them to me, and I'll send it to her, and then she can put something together because that's kind of like the thing she does. What do you mean? She's a publisher or some fancy oh. thing like that. She writes books. Huh. huh. So I just stopped recording. Okay. And so it says at the end of this, it'll get converted to an MP4. Oh, boom, done. So I'll send you that 
That's why I didn't okay. want to do a long one. We'll see what it's like. Anyway, okay. um, yeah, so you know, I think I could, because that's my problem. You know, I, I'm probably like Bob from Hinsdale. Um, as I write <laughs> things, it's going to seem more like instructions for sure. assembling your stereo system or something. Huh? Kill, kill your mic if you guys are going to talk back there. There you go. Thanks. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> she just posted the recipe. That's hilarious. <laughs> Somebody asked me to. <laughs> So here's what we need. Okay, so now we get. Uh, we, we Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. I have to say hi to somebody new. Okay, go ahead. Daryl. Daryl's new. What's his brother's name? Larry. <laughs> and his other brother, Daryl. <laughs> does he work hi, on your Darryl. street now? <laughs> Is, he- Is he a new listener or does he work on your street as well? <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe. So okay. So now we got to get Kathleen. Welcome, Daryl. We need we need to get Kathleen to write a book for Rich, the tip, <clears throat> tip of the week. Uh, he can she can write that book, and then she can write Robbie's uh, cooking recipes. How to keep your yeah, 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 kitchen yeah, yeah. organized while you're cooking. So, oh, that's easy. You get a simple recipe like the Yankee pot roast. See, there you go. How to how to stay organized while cooking? That that'll be Robbie's book, <laughs> and will be bestsellers because Kathleen will write it for you. There you go. Does anybody have a question for us? The number is eight seven 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 one one five six one one. I don't care what the question is. But I don't think anybody could possibly have a question. We've water. covered everything. We, we covered it all. We still haven't talked about how to unfrost the pipes without using a propane tank. You wait for the temperatures to rise. Or, or hair dryer, or uh, paint dryer. Yeah. So here, here's heat gun. Make sure the valve is open. Like, or, or like if it's an outside hose bib, open that up. Make sure it's open. Make sure the faucets are open, and then you want to start heating that up because, and to heat it up from the faucet side, if you know where it's frozen, start heating it at the faucet and start working your way back towards the basement, back towards the water main. Because then you're thawing that out, and that water has somewhere to go as it's it's going out because the valves are open. So you're slowly going to keep working your way through there. And if it's on copper pipe, you'll see the color change of it, and you'll see that it stops right. sweating. And that's how you know you need, can keep moving back and back and back. Um, if you start on the on the water side, on the water main side of that frost, as you heat this up, that pressure has nowhere to go. And you're a better chance of actually splitting the pipe if it hasn't split already. So start at the mm-hmm, faucet mm-hmm. side and work your way back towards the water main with a heat gun. You can use a hair dryer, but I like a heat gun because you can crank that sucker up and go. Uh, and, you know, if you're using an open flame, you have a tendency to set things on fire that way. So you don't want to mm. use a torch. Yeah, it thaws. It, it's do. more efficient thawing. It thaws oh, yeah. everything. It goes. It goes fast. <laughs> it's really fast, but you don't want to do it that way. You want to thaw everything. Sure, sure. Gets the snow off the roof. Stops the ice damming. You didn't turn off the water main, and you didn't do all this stuff. <clears throat> then you do anything, and when you get home, it's all going to be fine. Yeah, you get so, a free stupid tattoo correct? for your forehead. <laughs> So here's the other thing. Make sure you know where your water main is before you start all of this. The one in the street or just the one in the house? Uh, well, the I one in the house. So mean. <laughs> Why is he so mean? 
<laughs> He's like your big brother. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Didn't your brothers pick on if you? My big brother were a <laughs> my big brother were a butt. <laughs> <laughs> so um so anyway, yeah, make sure where you know where that water main is, get it shut off. You can mm-hmm. you can also open up valves on the other side, make sure you drain everything down before you go after that frost. At least that way you're going to limit the, if it does pop and does break, you're limiting your water exposure to water water and damage that it's going to do. So um, that's basically how you would uh, approach that, Robbie. I wasn't listening. I was just (laughs) doing that rich being so rude. I I didn't even listen now. Isn't that terrible? Can you repeat it now? Now I'm listening. No, I'm not going to talk about it again. Fine. So... That's it's fine. under pressure. It'll uh, work. Under pressure, yeah. You want to relieve that pressure and uh, and open everything up so that, that way it's got somewhere to go as it as you thought. Mm-hmm. So how's that? More better? Habitat for Humanity of Northern Fox Valley sent us a thank you for having Kim McIver come and talk, which is really nice. Yeah. Yes. And was that Deanna? Um, it was not. It was... If, Literally, you the should... habitat. Oh, humanity of Northern Fox Valley. Got it. You have to have Robbie go. So you know what, people? I'm the gonna... women build live, and she can yes. interview. She can walk afraid. around, and interview participants. Yes, that's what we need to do you on Saturday that? morning. Do you hear that, Robbie? I did. I'd like. Don't be afraid to call in eight seven 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 one one five six one one. Rick's not usually rude to the callers. Sometimes he is. <laughs> But he's not well, usually. But if he starts rude, it's then frustrate Andrew. Honest. Mute him. So don't be afraid. Honest. You yeah. honest. Yes, he's brutally Just honest. Something is honest. You don't have to say it. Yeah. You don't have to say it. So uh, here's a perfect example. Because I think people need my honest opinion. Sure. But I mean, it's just it's just honest. How many locks do I need to put on my door, Rich? How many? To what? To keep honest people out? You need one. <laughs> and if I wanted to keep it, uh, people that weren't honest out, how many locks do I need? None. You need a, like a nine millimeter works fine. <laughs> See? There you go. Brutal answers. It's right there. Simple. Locks are not put on doors to keep honest people out. Or, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> honest people aren't going to stay out anyway. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Oh, darn. We'll be right back. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to Mighty House. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa and I built your room, but I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load-bearing poster. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor <laughs> <laughs> cleaning products either <laughs> we're also uh they're all non-toxic and environmentally safe and you can learn more at mr floor um. okay uh new rule robbie i think we need uh less backlighting and more floor lighting for you because we're just seeing the silhouette 
and your glass is glowing now. It's like the sun is coming into the into the windows behind you more. Yes. Or close the right. or close the blinds. One of the two. <clears throat> All right. So the one thing that you guys did post that yeah. makes perfect sense, but I, you know, I, I mean, I lived up there fifty years. I never heard this one, but cryosism seisms oh yeah frost induced earthquakes you guys actually had people hearing booms and stuff huh? oh no it was happening in around my house too i heard them it was like four o'clock in the morning five o'clock in the morning it that temperature that was that first night that the temperature really dropped so it was like in the 20s but then all of a sudden by eight hours later it was 24 25 below sure and and, uh i just thought it was the house shrinking, you know, and the siding like shrinking that much because yeah. it normally doesn't get that get that cold, so things don't shrink that much. And I just assumed that that's what it was was like nail popping and stuff on the framing. Oh, that's better, Robbie. <laughs> I don't have her up. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> she don't like me anyway. I don't have to walk look at her. <laughs> so um, again, nice to be brutally honest. <laughs> Um, so I just uh, assumed it was the house shrinking and that was making right. the popping sounds. Like it was a local boom, not like it was in the whole neighborhood or. Yeah, no, but it was, it was happening all over the place, you know, all up mm. and down the North shore. Um, I, there were people out, out West that were hearing them. Uh, Kankakee was getting them. So. Well, it makes sense. I mean, anytime you get, you know, water in the ground and you know, the frost during that period, well, you had a good layer of snow though, didn't you? Yeah, there's a good two feet of snow on the ground. Yeah, because actually that's your saving grace. You know, if you didn't sure. have that snow, do you know how much damage there would be everywhere? Yes. Because that's a good insulator. Yes, it is. And that's so, why the water mains are only breaking right by the roads. You know, they don't yeah. they don't bust underneath, you know, the your up to the house. Mm-hmm. They do it right by the road. So that's it. Yeah, we Gina heard a boom the other day. She was sitting outside the house, but that was a sonic boom because they have the jets out of Key West Flyer Coast and Oh really? Yeah, they do that occasionally. Not often, but it happens. So they're off. They're off the international line, but they're it's still loud enough you can hear. It's them. Still loud enough, yeah. It catches up. It's just kind of a weird boom. Uh huh. But yeah, that's really amazing though. Like you've never really think about it, but you know, like we're talking about with even with Will in the in the picture of the toilet tank. I mean, with water expand, it freezes and expands. Mm-hmm. And if anything is firm or solid you know whether it's a gap in a sidewalk or between two boards or whatever it is it's going to push yeah yeah and it, it and that's that's what was was going on uh just the ground was cracking but it was down in the you know below the surface that was happening sure so it's not on the surface so that's that's the funny part okay and then the other thing that you posted which is really good is was you and aaron um how to repair a water damaged wood floor Yes, we did a YouTube video, and so this is. Something- and I think that's a good one because you know people. That's a common question. Sure, sure. And this is a uh, this is a house that we picked up. It was a foreclosure, so we're kind of just going to turn this into a project house, and uh, I'll I'll uh, wrangle Robbie into a couple of those segments too that we do there. So um, it's a house in Skokie that we bought that was uh, just a nightmare, and. Um, so, is it still? Are we going to overbuild this one too? <laughs> uh, you know, Rich, um, it, it's possible. I'm going to. Tr- that's the other thing I want to do is like track the funding on this, so we can talk about that. 
of well of, have you got a market analysis for a projected value ba- of based on completion at a certain point in other words if you built everything energy efficient like you did the last one oh that's not happening go ahead but no, but if you do that, is the marketability, is the value of the home there to recover your cost and have a reasonable profit? Yeah, no. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not even close. So you ready for this? Mm. Mistake number one, right out of the box, it's a two-bedroom ranch. It's already got and, and, and a full basement, and it's, and it's already got a ba- uh, full bath in the basement. And it was like just one big rec area. So we're walking through, go, okay, no problem. We'll put in a third bedroom down here. We'll put in an egress window. And in, that way, you know, you've got the uh, second uh, path out in case there's a fire in the basement. Sure. And we'll do all that. So Skokie says no. In the village of Skokie, you are not allowed to have any sleeping rooms <gasps> below grade. They've got a code. Well, it's easy to fix then. Really? Cut the front yard down. <laughs> yeah. More than two feet. If it's more than two feet below grade, you are not allowed to have a sleeping room below grade. So, okay, so you got a two-bedroom so house. you have yes. to get a permit after you already planned all this. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, who doesn't allow base, uh, you know, if you have to put an egress window in. You know, that's that's normal. Are they adamant about it? No variances? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. They, Probably yeah. five months of paperwork, but... Right. Um, okay, well, that kind of sucks. Is there room <laughs> in the yard for a small addition? No. <laughs> that sucks. Now it's too, that's bad, too. Yes. <laughs> How about the second... Again, it goes back. I don't know the neighborhood that you're in. Yeah. A second-story addition. Yes. Now, that it, that would be completely feasible if it was and, in the but budget. It would, but it would, is the cost recoverable? You're talking $100,000. Minimum. Minimum, you know, yeah, but just my point. I mean, trust Joyce, frame some walls, yeah, some trusses up, put a bathroom in. Yeah, I mean, that's another take the one out of the basement, it's useless down there now. (laughs) Yeah, so you're saying in all of Skokie, no one's allowed or no one should have a bedroom in their basement, correct? And And Robbie, I will commend you, you rephrase that perfectly, should not have, right. (laughs) <laughs> in all of Skokie, I should not find one. Right. So let's say the building inspector somehow decided to go door to door and found people with bedrooms in their basements. Uh-huh. What would they do? You'd have to you have to take them out. You have to eliminate them. If the they building were to inspector do that. would tell you that. No, no, no. But they're grandfathered in. I mean, until you pull a permit, you know, then 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 that might be an issue. Well, it depends if they changed that code and said no no bedrooms and basements. If they did it 10 years ago, anything built prior to that would right. be fine. It's everything after. Yep. From whenever that code was passed. Right. So what if I say too bad, you know, if the code was passed 10 years ago, I did it a year ago because so, I did it myself. I didn't pull a permit. Right. So Technically, you could be made to remove it. But the other thing is, and Ron just found out, if he's looking at homes to buy in Skokie and it's advertised as a three bedroom and one of them's in the basement. It is a two bedroom should only be taxed as a two bedroom should only be listed as a two bedroom because one of them's illegal. Right. So here we go. Here, here's the man we need to talk to. Go ahead and punch him in here. The man that lives in Skokie. Is it Will? Yes. Go Will. Will Decker. Hey Will. I'm sorry to call twice, but uh, I have a neighbor who's kitty corner from me. Um, they bought the house about six years ago, 
he's put a lot of work into it. Um, and he actually had a base, a bedroom put in the basement, and they actually did dig an egress window, a well for the egress window, and so on and so forth. And um, what happened was a couple. This law is fairly new. A couple of years ago, they came to him and they said, "Oh, you can't have the bedroom down there anymore because we changed the law." Ah, uh, <laughs> nice. So you can't do that uh, if you're grandfathered in. He's yeah, they can. Uh, they can do anything they want, really. Um, <laughs> and it's 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 basically you see a lot of split levels where, like you know, you're maybe three, four feet below grade. Sure. Um, right. And you know, pe- people are always doing it. Um, I'm always whenever I see a house that has, like, they built a whole bunch of them out by O'Hare where they were uh, um, Eastern European flips, so to speak. Right. And they. Uh, put in, they call them four bedrooms, and they had two bedrooms in the basement, and there's no egress, and I'm like hoping that the appraiser will come in and say, no, this is not bedrooms, but they never do, the appraisers, so I just have to tell the clients. But, you know, that's why they call them in-laws, you know? <laughs> it's where you <laughs> nice. put your in-laws, because you don't care if they burn it. Nice, anyway, Will. So, right. <laughs> that's it. That's hey, Robbie, why don't you get all over him? <laughs> I'm gonna. No, I mean, I'm actually gonna ask my question. Well, we were talking about this last week. Sure. If a building has to have, if you're in like an in-law apartment, does it legally right. need? So let's say you have an in-law apartment, but you don't have in-laws, but you want to rent out the apartment. Does it legally need to have two exits? In a basement, you mean? No, it like a second story. Like a, if you did a, you did an apartment uh, above a garage, you yes. need two points of egress. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, it would have to have two means of egress, but a window is considered to be a means of egress. Correct. That's why we size windows for light vent and egress. Yeah. That's what but we're what saying. You need a door and at least a window. You're two stories up. Does it matter? It does it's, it's still you can still get an egress because you can get a ladder up there. Okay. So okay, you don't, so it is I mean, legal. You can, you can so you can rent mm-hmm. out a mother-in-law yeah. apartment, for example, that only has well, one now, door, but there's a window. Now you go into another thing. That's only if you're zoned for multifamily. Sure. If you're exactly. zoned as exactly. single family, it may be illegal in your town to rent that out. And the window's got to be big enough yeah. for egress. Yeah. yeah. That's and by why the you have way, Airbnb. The size, of the, window is determined, the size of the window is determined by the size of a fireman with a with pack tank. getting in the window. Not you getting mm-hmm. out the window. Correct. Okay, can I ask another dumb so, question? Go. Sure. Well, okay. Just so the size of the right. window, let's say hypothetically <laughs> I'm in an in-law apartment and there's a door right. and then there's a big enough window for a fireman to get in and out of, but it's partially right. 75% blocked by a refrigerator. Let's just say. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say. But I can move the refrigerator for the fireman to get in and out. Well, Let's put it this way, if you have a fire, it's not the fireman, it's you. Can you get out in time? Right. So I'd have to move the stove, move the refrigerator to get out the window. But it's still legal. Let me give you another example. Um, 30 an seconds. attached garage. National Fire Safety Code says that an attached garage, the door to the house must be a fire door, and it must have an automatic closer. Some places require that. Other places don't. Municipalities do we'll be We'll be back right after this break. Hang I, on, Will. This right. is Mighty House. Mighty House will return.
You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm gonna find that stud finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Roofers and Waterproofers Local 11, Smart 265, Mr. Floor, and Mag Erad. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if you want to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how could people do that? Oh, you go over to MightyHouse.net. Click on the contact page. First, last name, email address. Click on Boom Done, and you will be notified what's coming up. Okay. You'll be in the no. Yes. So, uh, back... 77. Yeah. Go ahead. 711 If you do have questions about the fire safety door between your garage and your home. Okay. So, most codes only require a 20-minute rated door, mm-hmm. um, or a B, which should say a B-labeled door. And if you go look in your door on the hinge side, on the door, there should be a little metallic label that just says it's a fire door. Not everybody requires it to be self-closing, but you can do that with spring-loaded hinges or with a door closer. My favorite is actually the door closer, and they make a model, and they're like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. But there's it, it has a 90-degree hold-open feature. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest reason people hate the self-closing door is carrying in groceries, right? You're always right. fighting the thing. Well, I love this one because it self-closes. It works great. But if you go to 92 degrees or whatever, give it a little push, it'll hold open. And then I like, because then you're not fighting it. You can bring furniture in, whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. And then it, the rest of the time, it, it serves its purpose of protecting you in case there's a fire in the garage. Right. Yeah. No, that that's um, that that's a, a good feature to have on those. And a lot of people don't want them just for that reason. You know, it's like if you do the pins where the pins are just uh, are spring loaded and they just on the hinge yeah. and they just close automatically. People say, hey, can you take that off <laughs> all the time? Well, that or you start pinning the door open, you know, putting a, you know, a wedge under the door or whatever, and then it starts messing with the hinge, pulls the screws and stuff like that. Sure. Now, Robbie is correct in the point that, you know, Florida has some very strange laws. So a lot of the houses that we build, it says I have to have a 20-minute fire door. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to separate the house from the garage once I get above the ceiling. What? Yeah. Wait. So, down. like, when I do icing, like, you know, bottom of roof applied. Sure. If I do the garage and the house, I don't have to have a wall between the house and the garage. So if there's, you know what I mean? The garage ceiling is is drywalled, but, you know, up there we always did the wall all the way up to the sheathing. Correct. But as long as I have the drywall ceiling drywalled, I'm good. I don't have to have separation between wow. house and garage above the, the ceiling line. So the attics are continuous over the garage and the main part of the house. Yes, if they're all isoning. If I'm using bats, then I have to separate them. Oh, okay. That's very strange. It's weird stuff, you know, where, like I said, when you come down here, it's not that it's wrong or whatever. It's just different. It's different. But then you're cooling the garage then. Well, a lot of people want that down here because, like, my garage consistently is 100 and some degrees. (laughs) And it kills the batteries. It 
You know what I mean? You can't, like, I all my batteries for my power tools and all that, they're yeah. all on a shelf in the laundry room. I got a charging station set up because if you keep them in the garage, they go bad. Hold on. Yeah. Yes. Hold on. What does heat have to do with your battery? The heat cooks them. Yeah. So, like, your rechargeable batteries for your tools, they will not last very long. Maybe a year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they, they it's go It's too bad. hot out there. The yeah. Car batteries down here. You buy a five-year car battery down here, and they will warranty it for three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in a to- Toyota dealership, and it literally had a sign in the service department, big old sign. It says five-year battery, three years. Four-year battery, two years. You know, wow. one-year battery. You're lucky to get out of the parking lot. You know, it's <laughs> not quite that bad, but it's yeah. true. So, yeah. Well, a battery's like any you know, sixty de- sixty degrees. What up to about eighty or eighty-five degrees. Yeah. That's right. their sweet spot. Anything above or below that, and batteries, they just, they'll work, but not very well. So, well, think about it. Like what you guys just went through with the temperatures, your battery is rated at cold cranking amps. Right. So, in the Chicago area, you should probably always have a, a battery that's like 700 cold cranking amps. Mm-hmm. The problem is, the colder it gets, those amps drop. Right. And it takes longer to recover. So I actually had somebody posted that they went out twice during the night, started their vehicle, and the first thing in the morning, it wouldn't start. Yeah, right. Know why? Because you can't, you didn't run the battery, your car long enough to get the battery back up. In other words, you're better off putting it on a trickle charger, not starting the car. Yeah, or just leave it alone. Especially, right. if, you know, if it's if it's cold, you don't need it, you're not going anywhere, leave it alone. Don't, don't mess with it. When the temperature comes up and, you know, it's 20 degrees and you got to go somewhere... Yeah, it'll start just fine. But, you know, if if you're out there jacking with the thing all the time, you're just all you're doing is running the battery down. Exactly, so. cuz it it has recovery time. So like when you see a store says we'll test your battery, you bring the battery in and they will actually do a fake start mm-hmm. and then it will actually test how long it takes for that battery to recover and if it does not recover quickly, then you you need a new battery. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it still functions, it still might start your car once. But it's going to leave you somewhere. <laughs> yes. It'd leave you stranded. Yes. So, yep. so the other thing that hopefully most people did with all that cold weather is they invited all of their friends over because everybody could use the 120 watts of heating that every person puts out. <laughs> Wasn't that cool? I was wow. that... Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Read that, Rich. Because that, that, was, that was really pretty cool. The... Um... Well, it's it, another one from Energy Vanguard. Yeah. So Allison Bells was, you know, did this. So, so Ron posted it. But five peers, per, people sleeping in a 12 by 12 room, five people sleeping in a 12 by 12 room can maintain an internal temperature of 20 degrees Celsius or 68 degrees through a Siberian winter, no other source of heat. But in the article of three sources of heat, of heat in a high-performance home, it is written in there that each person generates basically 120 watts of energy. So it was actually kind of funny. Yes. Yeah. So that's why, you know, like if you go to a banquet or something like that and you, when you first walk in, it is freezing cold in there. And that's right. because they know they're going to have 40 of hundred people, whatever in there. So they crank that AC down to cool it off so that as those people come in and start heating the room up, that it's not too mm-hmm. hot because if they had it at seventy degrees comfortable when you walked in, by the time you left, you guys would be cooked. You know, it'd right? Be, it'd be in the upper nineties. Don't so, they crank the AC up? No, crank it down. Crank it down. The temperature goes down. They turn it down. Uh, crank it up. Crank that AC. <laughs> crank it up. 
<laughs> I think right? we want no. We want our heat Which means up. Make it colder. No, we want our heat up and our cold down. Our AC goes down. Yes. We want to turn it down more, so you crank it down. Crank AC down. Mm. Yeah. So in the comments section, though, uh, this one guy he put in there that they they usually count on about 340 BTUs or 100 watts of gain per person per hour. Yes. That is that is some cool stuff right there. So if you do a passive house, and that's what they're talking about, that Siberian stuff. So if you were doing passive house really energy efficient, and you put five people in a 12 by 12 room, that's enough to keep it at 68 degrees. In Siberia. In Siberia. <laughs> yeah. That's freaking cool. So yeah, it is cool. kind of cool. So, you know, <laughs> and that's it. You design your space around that. So you're in a heating climate, which means you'd want a low ceiling, right? Yep. Because... Heat tends to rise. Yep. We are clearly in a cooling climate down here, so 14 to 21 feet is not unusual. Yeah, that's amazing. It's nuts. All right, it we is. got uh, calls there, fresh meat. What, where do you want to go first? You want to go to Steve first? Okay. Hey, Steve, Hi, you're Steve. On, hey, Steve, you're on Mighty House. Thanks for hanging on. Uh, for sure. Hi, guys. Just I was listening to your uh, comments about uh, above and below ba- uh, bedrooms and in the basement, and yeah, being a being a real being a realtor, I we have a search criteria that says search below grades, or search for bo- up or bo- above grade bedrooms, and then search below and above grade bedrooms. Huh. Okay. And there's a difference of of uh, eight be- uh, nine bedrooms. So if I search just four bedrooms above in Skokie, I get 47 hits. And if I search below, above and below, I get 56. So <laughs> the realtors in Skokie don't know, or somebody doesn't understand the law. Yeah. Well, and I, like uh, Will, Will said, it is a newer law. So uh, that's just, I, I didn't know about it. And, you know, that's, that's where gonna... continuing education well, becomes critical. Yeah. Yeah, well, they don't think that's not something that covers in continuous education. I mean, every town. When I live well, in an area, maybe I don't not know. under that, but okay, or, let's rephrase it then. But you, if you're a member of the the board of realtors in Skokie, I'm sure somebody should be aware of it and bring it to the members. Yep, and that's what you know. So your yeah. association, your trade association, you know, that's what Ron and I've yeah, been so active in Nari for so many years for those same reasons. We know what's going on at the federal level, the state level. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, but, but as as you know, in this business, we were, I've been ta- I've been doing it. Since the nineties, you know, if 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 you if like you're the gentleman you had on earlier said, Well, I think his name was said, mm-hmm. you know, you got a split level, which I own. <laughs> and I walk into my downstairs and it's three and a half feet below grade, yep. but I can look right out the window. Sure. Mm-hmm. So so where I can egress like that six or seven windows in my lower level, I can right. egress a lot of them. Right. Yep. So, you know, it's 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 uh but we've always been told that if it, you know the well, if you talk to the mortgage people, they'll tell you a window has to be a certain size, like you like you guys are mentioning, compared to the room size, so it lets X amount of light in. Then the mortgage people or your your will will allow that to be uh, considered a bedroom. I mean, I don't know the exact ratios, but a, you know, a little window sticking up on the top of the wall 
is right. not, you know, you put a, just because you put a closet in a room, it's not considered a bedroom. Right. Eight and four, right. isn't it, Rich? Yeah. Something like that? Yes. 8% light, 4% vent, and then you have to have 24-inch net clear opening for egress, and the sill cannot be higher than 41 inches off the finished floor. There you go. There's the code book. How do you like that, Steve? <laughs> Are you saying that off the top of your head? <laughs> yes, he is. Yes. Off the top of your head. Yes. Yeah. He's rattling that. And, and He's sick. I, okay. I consider myself somewhat up up you know up on some of this stuff and but i tell people all the time you know you're we're, we're only as strong as our weakest weakest realtor yeah there you, know? you go and good luck with that yeah you know? all right we got a break <laughs> so, coming steve i appreciate the phone call thanks for the call all right no problem guys all right and uh, uh good hearing you guys too all right thank you all right we'll be back right after this this is mighty house mighty house will return Why must life be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? <laughs> it's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House on the Improvement Show. Follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. All right, mm-hmm. with that, uh, we got a couple minutes left here of the show. We got to get wrapped up. Uh, let's go ahead and bring up line two there, Fresh Meat, and uh, we'll get Jeff on the on the horn here. Hey, Jeff, are you there? Jeff, testing one two. Jeff, <laughs> no, you got it. What's up there, Fresh Meat? He's in the board. It's a well-oiled I just, I, I machine. I just don't think he's he's online. He's oh, he put us on. I think, I think he's we lost Jeff him. put us on hold. Is that I what he's saying? So I think so. Okay, because he's in the board. Oh, Bye, Jeff. There, there we go. So that's what it was. And here comes Robbie again. So I guess we are turning down. He, he wanted to talk about the thermostat, I think, and that's what he was going to do. <clears throat> so call back Jeff if you got disconnected. And uh, well, it was one of the things you pointed out, right when the temperatures got that bad was to turn the thermostat down a little so the furnace didn't struggle as much (laughs) dot com (laughs) 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 coming back she just figures it's got to be ready (laughs) (laughs) so uh jeff called to say you turned down the air conditioning. You turn it down because you want more. You want a cold air. That's what Jeff was calling about, and he he left a message there. So, and if you want the heat, message. you turn it up. Crank heat. I could see that, but nobody says crank down the air. Say nope. crank up. Always say air crank up the air. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're, you're turning it down though. See. Right. You turn it down, but they say crank it up. Um, it's okay. May- we don't have to debate it. Maybe because okay. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Are, are you sure? Or sitting corrected? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway. Do I have to get my poo toy out? Do I have to get the poo? No, no, no. You don't. You really don't. Or please don't. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Please is also that's a that's a that would be good too. All right. You're silly. Uh huh. 
So there we go. All right. So it's going to be warming up. So now you can start making repairs to everybody's uh, houses where you popped all those holes in, huh? Yes. So now nice. um, we're going to, one, we have to leave the walls open, allow it to dry out. Sure. And you want to get that air going through there. And while we've got them open, you also want to get try and get in there and air seal it so you can stop that airflow. So future in the future it doesn't do that again you know you want to because with global warming it's going to get to 47 below again that's right climate variability is what they're calling it yes robbie that i do agree with somebody posted 20 minutes ago and i'm sorry i didn't see it before um she just turned us on and we were talking about faucets and water and stuff she said on the tv she heard we should keep the faucet dripping for a month what is that true no. That's what, what she said the TV just said. How much water do you want to waste? Catherine, what were you listening to? That's what she said. Can you imagine what a water bill she would have if she kept it dripping? So, Catherine, if you would like to clarify anything, 877-711-5611. But the guys are saying no. No. It, it doesn't. No. And, and Even only if you're during on the freezing for point, a month, when it's you don't drip it for a month. Yeah. Well, no. well, if it stays below freezing, you know, and you've got a really, you know, if it's below zero... And that's when your pipes freeze, when it just goes below zero, then then it's fine. You know, like the ones that we've been chasing, they said it's never happened before. But that's because it hasn't been to 25 below zero before. You know, at least not since the 80s. So that's the last time that pipe burst was back in the 80s. So that's, you have to kind of take that into consideration. You know, it's not, just because it hasn't happened before doesn't mean it's not going to happen now because you're getting into temperatures that, that particular area hasn't experienced in a long time so right you have to kind of take that into consideration if the pipe freezes when it gets to 25 degrees in the wall there you know okay when it hits 25 i got to do something um you know others may go down until it's 24 degrees below zero before it'll actually freeze so that's fine you know you you know your house after you've lived there a while and you know what areas are going to start to freeze because it's happened before and just mm -hmm. pay attention what at what temperature does that freeze? And then you know, right, Robbie? Yeah, I'm okay it for the first time here. Uh -huh. We'll see. But I'm going to send neighbor and I'm going to say, "Don't touch." Check around and see if there's water anywhere. Say that again. You were break. You're breaking up. Try that again. I'm going to have a. I'm going to have a neighbor go in a house and just burst. Okay, you're yeah. It's breaking up. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's uh, <laughs> when, when when you talk when you say a couple quick words, it's fine. It's like an extended sentence. It starts to break up. It doesn't like it for whatever reason. So, are you on the hotspot? Are you on somebody's Wi-Fi? I got up this morning and drove 20 minutes away. Only hit one red light. Okay, so I could mm -hmm. be in somebody's house. Okay, but are you using their Wi-Fi or the hotspot we sent you? I am. Wi-Fi. Oh, okay. Because the hotspot wasn't working yesterday. We just couldn't get it to work. I'm like, I don't want to try everything in the morning and then, you know, whatever. Sure. So they kindly said, here's our, the code to our garage. We'll be sleeping. Quiet. Uh, but come on. I didn't start making pancakes for us. Right? And then make pancakes. <laughs> yes. So... Invite Robbie over. She'll make you pancakes. And then she makes some kind of beef stew thing uh -huh. that uh, it, that's real easy. I don't know what it is. So, 
Yeah. But yeah. if you just want, give me a garage code. Yeah, just need a garage code. That's it. And by the way, she'll clean your house too. She'll get rid of all your junk. You'll come in and it'll. I will. It everything will be gone. All your stuff will be gone. And you'll say, "Hey, where'd that pot yeah. and pan go? Where'd my VCR tapes go? Where are my VCR tapes? I don't have any. Where'd you? What'd you do with them? Where's my eight track tapes?" And here's the hint: if you live in Florida, and if you have cardboard boxes uh-huh. holding all your stuff. Mm, there's a good chance that they're moldy, mildewy, wet, especially if you keep them outside. <laughs> and, so, and the other thing is that cockroaches love cardboard boxes. There it's so gross. If you keep magazines from 25 years ago, they're mildewy. They're gone. I'm not letting you keep them. Oh, there you go. I'm All right. Talk tough now, but you know. All right. Well, uh, let's see. Next week, uh, who do we got on next week? Let's. Oh, Michael McHale, and he's from Rivian Motor Vehicles. We're going to talk Rivian pickup trucks next week. Oh, you got them coming on? Nice, yeah. Nice, nice. So we're going to talk. We got to ask him about those goofy headlights, though. They got to do something about that. The <laughs> Japanese cartoon looking ones? Yeah, exactly. There's something wrong. It's a cool looking truck, except for the headlights. Everything else, yes. I'm, I'm down. Uh, it looks pretty cool. So conversation continues all week long on Facebook and Twitter. You can always catch us there. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Mighty House if you want to have a chance to win some Klein tools. And uh, we'll be giving away the strippers, wire strippers. And also, we've got the uh, level we're giving away. And if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can they do that? Just shoot right over to MightyHouse.net. Go to the Contact Us page, put in first, last name, email address, and click on Boom Done. Boom Done. And we also want to say thanks to Kim uh, MacGyver, and she's from... Habitat Women's Build. And for more information, just go to habitathumanity.org and you'll find a women's build going on in your local area all the way across the country. And uh, they'll be doing that in the, this month out in Elgin. So check her out there. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. For. It's actually March, but that's okay. Okay, it's in March. Good. For Trixie, <laughs> Fresh Meat, Randall, Rich Calgill, and Robbie Earhart, and the entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until next Next Saturday. Saturday. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.